Hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spinner Rack, and today I'm going to do my second part to the Legion getting their own title. And this is mainly about what was known as the Legion Outpost. The main reason why the Legion got its own title, right? I've been trying to figure out the best way to do this, fill in the gaps of the video I did before this. But I just wanted to mainly talk about the Legion Outpost since I don't have any um, first-hand knowledge, but I do have information from Bessie's both um, tomorrow's books. We have um, the Best of the Legion Outpost. We have the Legion Companion. They have multiple interviews from many um, the creators of the Legion. I'm just going to show you some covers of some books as we go along. The books that we will. I'll probably try to do, you know, I like to do many at once, but um, maybe I'll try to do the the right thing and do one at a time. But let me just talk about the Legion Outpost a little more, right? So, what was it in, um, believe it's Adventure Comics. Oh, there we go. I'm going to start off on the right foot. Oh. <laughs> in Adventure Comics... 247, um, the Legion was introduced by Otto Binder and, um, who was it? Was it John Forte included art on that book? Um, I believe so, right? So, the Legion, they initially did this, they were initially kind of a throwaway story like an interesting story that they came up with that these, um, you know, this clubhouse was kind of excluding uh, Superboy from the team, but it was all a ruse to play like a trick on him, that sort of thing. And, you know, Superboy gladly joined and then we hadn't heard from them, right? So then the sales figures and, you know, hadn't come in yet, but the readers started writing in. And if you had a lot of write-ins for a title, then that meant you had to do more. So in Adventure Comics 300, they were brought back and became a regular backup feature in the title. I think they moved up to be in the front of it, but you had a lot of classic writers. You had, um, just to be brief on some of the, Edmund Hamilton had written some, written some but um, Jerry Siegel was one of the ones creators who created a lot of the classic characters for the Legion and he kept up the thing of the membership of people coming in, people trying out for membership, people being denied for membership. So it had, if you think of American Idol type of quality to the book, I initially said the gong show, but it had that thing and that was, I think, I think Burns' initial struggles. It was a thing where you know, you would <laughs> have a boot camp and you could fail and be kicked out. Like say, I think it was um, Wildfire. He comes in and basically, since he doesn't do anything that none of them, he, he has, his powers are similar to the ones they already have. They don't allow him in the group. And then he appears to die, you know, he appears to die um, heroically and then he becomes the benchmark. I said this before in my last video. So let's keep going, right? So you had Otto Binder, you had Jerry Siegel, you have John Forte. Oh, no, sorry, it wasn't John Forte. It was um, Otto Binder, 
and Al Pacino, right? They are the ones who started it. John Forte started the drawing issues. You had Jerry Siegel writing. You had um, Jim Mooney doing some right, artists, right, artists on the book. You also have Kurt Swan. You had a lot of talents come to the book. Kurt Swan, as I showed you, is the artist here. And you also have Jim Shooter, who is the writer on here. Him and Carrie Bates come in. And I believe when Shooter goes, Carrie Bates kind of takes over the title in Adventure Comics. But then at the, while this is going on, Mort Wessinger finally retires. This is like in 1970. So we, we remember that um, Julie Schwartz kind of gets all of... Um, all of um, Mort Wessinger's Superman titles, but they actually split it up. They gave Mort Wessinger, well, they gave um, Julie Schwartz, some of them, but um, at this point, when that happened, the Legion had moved to Action Comics as a backup feature in Action, and they gave Action and Superboy to Murray Boltonoff, right? And Murray Boltonoff was looking at the title and he's like saying, hey, let's take this title and put it as a backup feature in Superboy. That would make more sense. So he does that, but then the Legion kind of get demoted, right? They get demoted and let's keep this here for now. It's done by Dave Cockrum and um, Joe's Joseph Rubenstein, right? So they're like, you know, the readers are like, what happened? How did they get moved again? And how, <laughs> how did they show up? Because Superboy is only like, even though it's a successful title, it was only six times a year. So it's like maybe one, you know, one appearance or two appearances a year. So the fans are like, what has happened? We've been writing in for a while. So they kind of got together and formed a group of letter writers. And they're just like, going crazy, saying, you know what? And they mainly formed to get the Legion their own title, right? So, Murray Boltonoff kind of hears this, and he's like, you know what? We need to try some things out here. Because these guys are, are um, talking up a storm. So, I think this is kind of when they did this reprint that happens here. And they also did a miniseries. Now, the outposts, there's nothing about sales here. This outpost kind of struggles with in one of their articles about why the reprint series, the first Legion series, ended after issue four. Now, we don't you know, have no clear view of why it happened, but Murray Boltonoff says in his article in um, on this companion and in here that the Legion title was, you know, kind of sought as the one that, well, the little while it's in Superboy, which I think is like issue 172 or something like that, the first time he's in there, they started to realize that um, when they, no, actually, they just, once the readers, sorry, starting this over, the readers start writing in saying they need more time. So then they say, all right, let's give them some more time. Let's split the book up with some curtail a bunch of Superboy stories and give them the backup feature. They will be the backup feature, Superboy will be the front story, and that's it. 
whereas in between there will be periodically a legion story, right? And I think this, that might, they don't say it, but while they go through this, there's a period during the Superboy and the Legion after Mike Grell leaves where there's multiple artists on the title, right? And then after they get their own title, there's even more artists. So we'll get into that in a little while, right? So at this point, with them having the backup feature and they are, you know, sharing the title with um, Superboy fully, the Molten Mary Baltimore realizes that the Legion is bringing in the fans, right? They're, they're kind of the popular, more popular title in the book, even though Superboy is also in the backup stories with the Legion. So he decides at that point they should get share the title with Superboy. So they would get name recognition on the title. And I have some of the covers here. We got this classic, I think, um, who is it? Jim Shooter came back for a little while, but it basically was like Carrie Bates and um, and Mike Grell. And I already mentioned it kind of having a Neil Adams feel, you know, Superboy front and center in every cover type of deal, right? So you have all this classic stuff. Right, and then at some point after Mike Grell goes, we have these rotating artists. So a lot of great artists, which is one being um, Jim Sherman, Walter Simonson does an issue. Jim Starlin comes in, but he has some plotting ideas and the DC folk are kind of tough on him. Oh, here's a, well that's before I can't get to that yet. He has some plotting ideas, but that kid kind of um, gutted by the editorial where they kind of take his stories and chop it up. This one, they, when they talk about it in CBR, they're saying, oh, the fans went from from this thing with reprints to Jim Starlin, but Jim Starlin did the cover of this. So, I mean, he already, I think he had done one other issue, but um, so even though they look fairly adult in these sort of issues, it's still, you know, it's just a Neil Adams kind of effect that's going on here. What's the other one I wanted to show you guys? Um, does that come afterwards? Yeah, so you have, um, and they're not clear on how they made the decision to push, give the Legion their own title, right? And Superboy goes to the new adventures of Superboy. And no one really talks about that exactly, but the main thing is saying is that the past would kind of having to confront the past and people who died and getting all information he shouldn't know, that could be a problem. Now, the cartoon, and what they've done in the, you can see in this story, to Lana a few times in this story here, where they would just erase her memory. And in the cartoon, that's what they did to Super, um, Clark Kent when he was young. He meets the Legion and then they erase his mind. You could do a Men in Black thing to keep him in the title. I think that could have worked, but for some reason they decided, you know what, Legion gets their own title. Obviously, since they felt that they were the success of the title, they would get the title. Superboy would go, and then they would get back to um, Smallville stories. Because as I just showed you, here's a whole run of 
Superboy stories, Superboy and the Legion stories. There are no Smallville stories in here. And this is when the book is just starting to roll, right? You got all this, not a Smallville story in sight, right? The story that has it, the moment in there is here. And Superboy's leaving and he has to... <laughs> but, so there we go, right? Now, to get to them having their own title... Let's just go through the last bits of that because um, at this point, I think they have some rotating artists again. So after you have Jim Sherman who does his last issue here, this period between that and I think this story here, this is a little bit later. This one is 262 and this issue is 277. There's some rotating artists, um, what was it? Um, Steve Ditko is there, a couple other artists, and Jimmy James. Now, Jimmy James in this sort of, um, he's not the cover, obviously it's a Perez cover, but Jimmy James does the inside of this, and I thought it was fairly dynamic. The Outpost is kind of indifferent. They said that a retailer said this, his art caused, you know, caused sales to go down, but, um, oh, that's not the issue. I want to go to this issue right so kind of here this is when I first saw this this is Jimmy James's art and yes they're kind of muscular but I mean I just showed you Mike Grell's work a bit so that shouldn't be an issue but it was pretty dynamic to me when I first saw this series and it's like saying hey this is close to Marvel style like of art have kind of teenagers that are all muscular just like the X-Men and I think I redrew a lot of the the art in here. I, I liked it a whole lot. I really copied a lot of pages in here. So they talk about here asking Lee Wynn and Mike W. Barr about, um, you know, the title sales going down after Jimmy James started on it. But uh, Lee Wynn says it's because of the inking. You see, they said we got Jimmy James a better inker and we think it's going to be, it's going to be rolling after that. But in this, the big draw is, um, is Roy Thomas. Roy Thomas takes over the Reflecto story that Jerry Conway was doing. And um, they had big sort of plans thinking he was going to take over and do some big things on it. But he ultimately didn't want to take any big titles, even though this was in the world of itself. He kind of didn't want to do that. So, But to point out here, in this, the one of the other bits is that, as I mentioned the change of the logo, in the outpost, they interview Lean Wen and Mike W. Barr, and they say, hey, they don't really like this logo. It's like too much like the X-Men, and the you know, Legion is not anything like the X-Men. Legion was kind of first before them. So they wanted the L to be just like the L that's on the, um, the headquarters. So they switched that up. And I said it was kind of more DC, but now I get it why they did that sort of thing. And it's a more memorable logo that they had, right? So the last sort of bits that's in this outpost, because they talk about that, they're very jazzed up about Roy Thomas. Roy Thomas um, bolts and you have Paul Levitt who takes over the end of the Reflecto storyline, but he has a, a different plan. He talks about it in here that, and, no, Keith Giffen actually talks about it that He's going to keep the stories about 
five characters and yeah, Paul Levitt is writing it. This I bought this one off the stands and I love this art here. I think this Keith Giffen to the back. No, this is fully, I think one of the next issues Keith Giffen does. But um, Keith Giffen talks about how um, seeing this issue, then he really wanted to do the title. He said, had I seen the issues before it, which had a different tone, I might not have wanted to do it. But when I saw those issues, and then I was expecting um, Pat, Pat Broderick to stay on the title, and he was like, <laughs> Pat Broderick left and he asked me, do you want to do the Legion? Because that's one of the other struggles they had, that no the cast of characters, no artist wanted to stick with the title. And it was almost feeling like there's too many characters for any one artist to deal with. And Pat Broderick goes to a single character in Firestorm. So that leads us to the backup artist that's in, this is, yeah, yes, the backup artist that's in the issue before takes over the lead story, which this is gonna be the, um, the espionage squad, which is what um, Roy kept saying that he, that Roy Thomas said he was gonna do when he was doing it, we're gonna be the espionage squad, and that leads you right into the Green Darkness Saga. And how do I know the success? Because they say in here, Keith Gibbon already talks about royalties. And the royalty program that was, I guess, before Marvels. I know everyone makes a big deal about um, Jim Shooter bringing royalties to Marvel, but um, you know, they're already talking about royalties and this is like 1980. So um, there you go. We have how as much information as I have, because they're not clear on sales, because Roy Thomas, when they bring up all the same issues of Jimmy James and, you know, writers on it, and he says, well, I had to see the figures, because nobody, you know, there's always opinion, because something happened, or something stopped coming out there, but they never, he said he had to look at the sales figures to know what was actually going on, and why these decisions get made, and if you read any, I haven't found a Mort Wessinger interview where he talks about you know why he didn't give the legion its own solo title so you know that's one interesting thing but you got to look at this whole period when the superboy and the legion is like no smallville like smallville is like forgotten they've already realized that 30th century is the way where to be right so you know you had the talents that came after that i didn't get too much into dave cockrum um, you know, well, I already said Mike Grell. I already talked about Jim James, but I do want to say Dave Cockrum because he's the one. Well, I mentioned the other one. You see his um, the wedding of um, he kind of matured them a lot more. Where he kind of brought in the, you know, like the I think in the first issue, Lana says to Clark, like, "Hey, I said, I'm pretty sure you're Superboy, so I'm gonna try to kiss you," <laughs> and it kind of got. A little more adult in there, you know, that sounds childish, but it got kind of physical in those sort of things. And it's the, the overly sexy outfits type of deal, another marriage type of thing. So there, I did it. I did my overview of how the Legion got their own title with the help of the Legion Outpost and letters. And letters used to work and they would, they these guys were very vocal. So we have them to thank for the Legion getting the title because Either it was too many characters 
and or and or nobody really thought it was something that would be a title but they wrote in to get more legion and they wrote from time to time as much to get legion a title and it worked so thank you legion outposts and this is a, a strong vocal um fandom that got the uh, these characters their own title all right spinnerack out